Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm, I'm selling a house. This is the first time ever doing that. Buying a house seemed like it would be the beginning and end of all that. I was like, that was hard and adult. Let's never deal with this again. Let's never leave our little hobbit home. Can't afford to live there anymore, so we're selling it. Going to make some money off of it, which is awesome, but it is a jungle out there. People need places to live, Yeah, and I have the upper hand. Just talking to my real estate agent, Heather, it is a world of wild, wild people. They see (laughs) wild shit. Um, Heather's had prospective buyers come back at night to see the house that they were super, super in love with. And the owner did not follow the rules to not, you know, it's like, don't interact. Like, let the agent stand in between. And not only did he not follow that rule, he also popped open his trunk and tried to sell the prospective buyers um, a bunch of illegal Nikes. <laughs> um, and they backed out of the deal. Heather was telling me on how safe Glendale was over three years ago. This dude in some, like, Star Wars... Uh, this dude in some Star Wars cosplay, strung out maybe three days on drugs, was slumped against a car as we walked by. It was like, hey, ladies, you want some drugs? And pulled <laughs> down like a Chewbacca bottom piece or something that he was wearing and had on a Merkin and pulled a packet of pills out of his fur Merkin and tried to give us drugs. And we were both like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> She's like, Glendale's really safe. So not only was this guy sort of dressed like Obi-Wan Kenobi, but then he like yanked up his robes. And then I was like, and he's Chewbacca beneath here too? This is where my ultimate fantasy coming true. (laughs) Insert Chewbacca noise here. All right, guys, welcome to Sidework Possum. Wow, we're a possum. <laughs> welcome to Sidework Possum. Hey, guys. Welcome to Sidework Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Wallace. I'm your other host, Brooke Van Poplar. Oh, my God. And sitting in with us, our good friend, happy to have her here, Sona Bilstead. Is it Bilstead? Am I saying it that is. right? Yeah. Suna, Suna Bilstead. You have consistently said Suna for a while, yep. and I don't correct because why? Yeah, okay. I think I go back and forth. Suna Bilstead. That's my right. fault. People often one. call me Andrea, Andrea, Andrea. Oh yeah. So people love and that's to call one. Jocelyn, yeah. Jocelyn, and I'm like, there's an E in there. Yeah, Pick yeah. it up, okay? Yeah. Move mm-hmm. your mouth. Jocelyn. Suna, Suna, Suna. Like it's just Suna. It's just you can read it, but for some reason, everyone's like, I've never heard that before. I have to make it something different and weird. <laughs> and is that a traditional Dutch name? 
No. Okay, I didn't it's think Turkish. so. It's Turkish. It's Turkish. My mom oh, is yeah. Turkish. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And my dad's Danish. People Danish. always confuse Dutch okay. and Danish as well. Got it. it well, indeed. fuck us. Okay. Well, it's a winning fuck combination. Let's start again, guys. Winning combination no. on the eyes. It's okay. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. Um, Oh, my God. So I have some fun headlines right off the bat, you guys. I thought we would start with some upbeat uh, news in the restaurant industry because we're going to get dark real soon with this week's topic for sure. Oh, no. Um, So there's a a fast fast casual salad chain called Just Salad that started um, in 2006 in New York, and they're pushing hard now. They have over 40 units. It's a big growing chain, but they have reusable bowls. Is there a big thing, which I thought would be fun for us always talking about the environment. So you like have a bowl that they give you and, and you keep and, and then that's, that's what you awesome. use when you go in and get your salad. As you should, because mm-hmm. the garbage that these places generate is so aggressive. It's horrible. It's- Especially these like the vegan-y Coolio places. I took a I used to shop at M Cafe, you know that place? There's a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. It's on Melrose and La Brea. It's like a vegany kind of super healthy. Oh, I don't go that way. I'm not, I, those are not my people. <laughs> I'm not I'm pretty allowed. sure they have one somewhere else. I don't know where. But I used to buy this like special, like like the, uh, this marketplace salads, and I would bring my plastic back to them. This was like probably four or five years ago. Oh, and yeah. they looked at me like I like was a crazy you, person. Yes. Yep. That, and that's what and happened. And I was so, and I stopped shopping there because I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm literally bringing back the M Cafe labels. I'm not just like, these aren't just, this is your stuff. And they were like, eh. eh. Well, I was supposed to do that. Well, I'm supposed to. Yeah. Ugh. So that's awesome. That's place is doing so it. This place, it needs yeah. to happen. It Just needs salad. Um, not only do you get like an emotional boost, right. From bringing it back in and having the feeling of sustainability and the feeling of giving back where it's like, you just throw shit in the garbage and you're like, whatever, you know, but you also get an extra free topping on your salad when you bring your bowl back at this place. But I think it shouldn't be optional. It should just be like, you get one bowl. Yeah, one bowl. You get bowl. one bowl. Yep. And it'd be really fun if it's yeah. sort of like those uh, really European sort of bars where your mug stays on a hook on the ceiling. <laughs> I like and they, they've just got everyone's bowls hanging up there. And you're like, yeah, there's the brook bowl up there. Go get my trough. Make you me a salad. Yeah. But everything goes, right? Like yeah. we're like, everything goes through a dishwasher situation like what do you think is happening at a restaurant the plates don't get thrown out after one night of service it's like people are really weird about very it is very american though i mean it is legitimately statistically very american this whole to this whole like package and to go thing yeah i've had like european friends over the years especially from like be like what is this like all the delis in new york they're like what is this we right you go this this is 15 layers it's very much not i mean i don't know what it would this was probably years ago i'm sure it's much more yeah to go bullshit in europe now but i think it's american stuff just takes over everywhere well, but we have like a, a super uh but we have like a super over aggressive like overreaching um like you know food and drug administration health codes all of yes. the which i guarantee they're all in the pockets of packaging oh, just like one lobby and after exactly. another being because pocket, the pockets of packaging but yeah. I, but i mean it, packaging is super super yep. evil it was a it's again it goes back to all of our annoying boomer parents and just this sort of like, I forget how to carry something. I need to hold something in 15 bags. Like if you just hand, <laughs> if like we left a store 
and I'd be like, here, just carry this. They'd be like, well, what am I supposed to hold it with? And like, <laughs> your hand? What the fuck? Like, people Like, that's are how getting... I walk out of the stores nowadays, because I always forget my bags. Like, yeah, juggling. I do. I actually, I walk <laughs> oh, yeah. out of stores carrying like 15 items yeah. in oh, no, my no. arms. To prove a point. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't need a bag! Yeah, I'm always like, yeah, and plus, I'm just like, I'm good. I'm the one that forgot, so I should have to, I should be tasked with this. Yeah. Absolutely. How, how many things can I fit in my purse? To I'm fair. The, the to-go fast food industry, though, is also based in, like, the uh, sort of, if we're going to talk shit about the American yeah. value stuff, it's also the American workforce system, which is like, oh, I have to work. Like, there's no time. It's, like, all about, like, like, time, 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 get back to the office. It's not like... You just saw me roll up here with Burger King. You can take your siesta. My comedy career was built on a joke about just salad got me my first TV gig. Oh, hey. Because um, that is a New York chain that I hate more than any of the other salad <laughs> chains. And I hate, and it, you would get in line at the lunch rush, you know, during New York City, which is, we all know it's a blood sport. Uh -huh. um, it's very, like, if you don't know what you want when you get in that New York rush line, you're a trap, like my joke is like a trap door opens <laughs> and you just get spit out down a chute back onto like Madison Avenue or whatever, where it's like, you got to have your <laughs> mind made up. Exactly. Exactly. But it's all, it's like, hey, it's fun. Get into the line. It's just salad. It's like step one. You step know? in line. Step That's in line. What call it. Step one. And then it's like step two, build a salad your way. And then it's like step three, 10,000 ingredients. And you're just like, oh my God, what the fuck? And like, you can't. Step figure. four, that'll be $34. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and like, I just hate that place. And you have a panic attack when you go in there every time. And then to me, the name is really, really condescending where it's like, come down. It's just salad. It's just <laughs> You're kind of being a bitch. <laughs> it's just salad. Just, oh, does this give you an anxiety attack um, having to make decisions on the fly? Sorry. It's just salad. It's just salad. Calm down. <laughs> Hey, let's I get into uh, some, some server-submitted server stories. Okay, so I'm going to read a story from Cheesy Bread 666 It's kind of a follow-up to uh, some past episodes, but a little story mixed in there as well. Okay. Hi. All right, here we go. Hey, side work. That's you guys. It's not us. me. Hi, Suna. <laughs> I know it's not the newest episode, but I was just listening to episode 59 that's centered around bussers. And I just wanted to agree that yes, good in parentheses, bussers are amazing. They are, in my opinion, the front of house equivalent of a dishwasher in that their job is so incredibly crucial to how a restaurant runs. Quaylen Harris mentions bussers at a high end restaurants in Vegas. And I'm actually a server at a high end restaurant in Las Vegas. And mm. I work with a man who is a career busser. Hell yeah. Ow. We know they're out there, baby. He has been with our GM for over 20 years. Wow. Holy shit. I obviously have no idea how much he gets paid. I'm sure he does very well. Yeah. I mean, I guess I would hope after 20 years. But career bussers are definitely a thing. And let me tell you, this guy knows everything. Everything. <laughs> He is that he's exactly the strong and silent type that you guys describe in the episode. <laughs> Amazing. He's like an illusion. He requires absolutely no direction. I barely have to speak to him and everything is pristine. Ugh. see. Um, okay. So she, uh, well, I don't know. It's cheesy bread. Who doesn't matter. Cheesy bread is a person. Is it a girl? It doesn't matter. Just got off my Valentine's day shift. So time to have a few well-deserved cocktails. <laughs> But I felt compelled to send you guys a message to help praise the heaven-sent bussers that help save our asses and praise the podcast. 
Amazing. Thank you, Cheesy Cheers. Bread. Yeah, six, cheesy six, Bread 666. Six. That's so funny. Career. But I mean, yeah. Yes. We went into it and it's just like if you are yeah. at a really great place yeah. and you are the person who silently and expertly carries and executes everything that needs to be done yeah. at the restaurant, everyone's going to be like, you the man, you the woman, here are piles of tip outs. And I guarantee their wage yeah. probably goes up after so many years if the restaurant's like, this person is indispensable and yeah. never going to leave. Yeah. You get a really nice I mean, especially rate. in a place like Vegas. Like that place totally. runs on hospitality I mean, I jobs. Yeah. yeah. So, you guys, this is from Shannon R. And I love that everyone who's writing in is referencing past episodes, which is awesome. It means, it means you're, you're listening. listening. We love it. It's so Yay. fantastic. Um, and obviously, we only do a few server-submitted stories and episodes. We don't want to blow through them. P.S. Keep sending them, guys. We're getting thin again. Um, all right. So, this is from Shannon R. Hey, Goyles, which, come on, I love that. Spelled it G-O-Y-L-S. And this is a little bit long, so let's buckle up. I'm currently listening to the Marion Ketchup episode and hearing Al's mention of cutting his finger on the glass reminded me of a couple doozies from my days as a waitress. I used to work at a locally owned tapas prefix place in my city that was notorious for being understaffed. The owner was money hungry and to keep labor costs down, decided that two servers, one buster, and no bartender on a busy Friday night was enough. God. In parentheses, it like... So wasn't. I was busting my ass serving a private group in the upstairs loft area, about 30 people, as well as half the dining room. Together, probably about 50 people total. It was insane. I mean, that's an insane section. I was running my ass off all night and was beyond weeded, but it was at the point in the evening when most of my tables had finished dinner and were on their way to desserts or coffees, etc. I had a table of six older women all ordered teas, which we know is the kiss of death. Oh. So I trade myself up six giant glass mugs of piping hot water and proceeded to carry them into the dining room. Little did I know, the tray was wet on the bottom and ended up slipping out of my hand. Instead of scalding the old ladies, I tipped it back onto myself, letting it pour down the long, tight sleeve of my dress and all over my left boob. Uh, uh. Take a moment not to... Not the boob. Not, not the, the boob. Everything smashed, but I got the fuck out of there so hard. After getting fixed up in the bathroom by a very pregnant woman who I had unknowingly served about a, one and a half bottles of wine to that evening. <laughs> I, that's another story, Shannon R. Send that in. Okay. Left all my tables to fend for themselves and went to the ER where I was treated for my Ooh, second degree burns. Wow. Ugh. Yeah. I was off work for about a week and had a pretty gnarly scar on my arm that included drip marks of my burnt flesh. Luckily, the boob was okay. A prime feature of mine, thank God. To top it all off, my asshole boss wouldn't sign the workers' comp forms, so I never ended up getting any money that was owed to me. Prick. Okay. Yeah. At a different place I worked at, we had a giant bag of ketchup that hung on the walk-in fridge, on the wall on the walk-in fridge. I know. Ew. Ew. I, I guarantee, okay, and it had a nozzle on the end. Okay, so it was like hanging down like a little suckling bag. Yeah, yeah. Ew, okay. And had a nozzle on the end, and you could squeeze to refill the bottles. One night, I replaced the empty bag with a new one, popped the nozzle on, and hung up the new 25-pound bag in the holder on the door. The nozzle, of course, wasn't on properly. Popped off, and roughly 25, 25 pounds of room temp ketchup came spewing out all over me. I shoved my hand in the hole to try and get it to stop. <laughs> 
but was unsuccessful and ended up having to get my boyfriend to come get me with new pants to wear home. This sounds like me when I got my period during gym. Anyways, I ended up having to throw out my entire uniform and also got scolded the next day by my chef for quote unquote purposely wasting $60 worth of ketchup. Such a chef. I'm getting like shining elevator blood like truly flashes right now. That's fucking incredible. She says purposely. I love that she okay. just like shoves her fist to fucking catch her back. It's like, it's I like. I said no. <laughs> what I love about Shannon is she's like, I'm going to tell you all everything. Okay. She is there said, more? There's more. <laughs> oh, Shannon. Shannon. Come on. This is, this is great though. Okay. She says. Shannon says, I also once worked with a dude who was new in the kitchen and at the end of dinner service while bruleing a creme brulee, which means like you've burning. You're burning it with a torch, got molten sugar all over his hand, essentially bruleing his fingers and knuckles. It was super nasty and honestly looked like something out of a horror movie. But the dude came back a couple hours later, all bandaged up to help the back of house with their closing duties. She says, a better man than I. I'm Canadian. So some of the crazy shit you guys talk about, in example, your wages doesn't totally resonate with me. Although I sure do love to bitch about my job. So you guys have that totally covered. I heard about you guys from my favorite murder a while ago and almost signed this email off with stay sexy, don't get murdered. LOL. XOXO. Shannon from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Amazing. I love her so much. So I, I emailed her and asked if she would be willing to tell us on the podcast about Canadian service and different things and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And she's in. Cool. Awesome. Hell That's yeah. Great. We do. Uh, I think we've mentioned before, like we want to, with your help, we want to go international. Europe, Europeans, Canadians, different mm -hmm. service sort of scenarios with tips and gratuity and all the nonsense that happens. Write us, let us know, tell us what we should cover. And if you want to participate, we will start to stitch this together and we want to speak your server language back to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. On top of that, just remember, keep sending in those server-submitted stories. We love them. Sideworkpod at gmail.com. So we got Suna in the house. Hi. Who, who, uh, here's what I really like about our guests and our friends. We, we want to make sure we have a wide variety and include all of our amazing, hilarious, talented friends here. Mm. Um, and just like asking, like, did you, do you actually have any service industry experience? And Suna today is like, oh, do I fucking have experience? <laughs> like... <laughs> We would love to hear you to hear oh you tell God. your tale. I I mean I don't I honestly it would be it would bore you to to really get into the amount of things that no, I've done in the service the industry is, is is for. How about a highlight reel? So um well basically like I I was one of those people that was like I don't need to go to college I'll just be like have my whole life be worked out and by the time I'm 21 so all those other people that went to college will be like oh I we should have done what Suna did. <laughs> <laughs> um. But that didn't wasn't correct, uh, as it turns out. Uh, but so my first job was when I was 17 uh, years old, graduated high school as a caterer. And did you know that in New York City, as a cater waiter, you made $17.50 per hour? That's, that's amazing. Killer. Yeah. That's like, it's like, wait, this is amazing. So I immediately started catering. And uh, I kind of consider catering like the gateway job. I didn't you, know what it was. I just knew that I was like, that is five times more than minimum wage. Absolutely. And I didn't go to college and I'm like still live at home. It was so crazy. Oh, and you're sitting there going like, you fucking yeah. suckers. Did I have to drive, <laughs> did I have to drag around a full tuxedo, cummerbund included 
all through the subway system. For, you sure did. Oh, I sure did. Did I work at Avery Fisher Hall, which was the same place I graduated high school? <laughs> <laughs> Immediately? Yeah. You're like, I'm back. Everyone was back. like, you're right. Oh, hi. I wish that I hadn't judged when I was that age, like the people older than me, because I, yes. you know, because that's like my biggest regret is that, I would, oh God, well, you know, you'd look at a 30 year old or a 25 year old right. or a 40 year old and think, oh God, I'm not, you know, and I had all these awful thoughts in my head, which I wished at the time I could have slapped them out of me. Sure. Because it's just, you know, it's just like pompousy, young ego bullshit, you know? Um, so, as it yes, turns out, as it turns out, I catered for many years in New York. That was like my main job, and you know, I'd work a bunch, and then I'd travel. That was my thing, and then I'd come back, and then I turned twenty-one, and then everyone had a college degree, really? and I had a fresh tuxedo. Mm. <laughs> Were you acting mm-hmm. then? Were you trying to be an actor back then? Yeah, I mean, I was doing like plays, and you know. Waiting online for open calls and like the thing I have to say though is like so you are smart because guess what everyone who went to college and then moved to New York City yeah. to pursue acting immediately had to work under you at their brand new catering <laughs> job true. they one hundred percent did yes uh you know I just hopped right in and and I became so I worked for restaurant associates catering and I was one of the First female captains that I've ever that they was all strong slap. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like 22, 23 years old. And I was actually proud of myself. And it was, you should be. Because I was like, wait, because I feel like they treated everyone like shit. And I was definitely like people would tease me and call me. Uh, what was the 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 union movie? Uh Oh, Norma Ray. They'd Sorry. all call me Norma Ray because I was like the one that was like, listen. And let me tell you, I, I really am still like that was such a valuable turning point in my life to learn how to be like, mm-hmm. hey, you can get people to do their job and work together and not treat people like shit. If you're that that high, you're probably working like the big big events, like the, the Met Gala. Harm? Events, yeah, like well, the, yeah, yeah. I did one of the. I think it was maybe it wasn't the Met Gala, but it was like one of the most famous like yearly daytime Met Opera events. And we did French service. Do you guys know what French service is? No, Please. do. So French service is where you basically carry a giant silver tray mm-hmm. with all of the 10 to 12 meals on the tray. And you individually serve around the table oh, from yes. the left. And you have to hold Whoa. the silver fork and knife a particular way. And you have to pick up a big hunk of fucking filet mignon yep. and make it look pretty. And it was a whole thing. And by the way, a silver tray of 12 meals is quite heavy yes quite heavy and it was hard on your back so you'd have to like because you have to lean down so i was a a ballet person so i would like grand plie basically people would make fun of me but it meant that my foot wasn't like out so one time i was at med opera (laughs) and i'm and by the way you're literally sweating into their meal like you are wearing a polyester tuxedo you're holding weight you are flexing your thighs this sounds like bar method it's a great workout and you're literally dripping sweat into their food you're like a little salt (laughs) so disgusting so i was serving this and i was it was one of the fanciest met opera events that we had yearly and uh someone just moved their elbow and i had just started the entire 
the entire <gasps> giant tray of food went flying slow motion gravy boat oh god splattering gravy over oh god i mean oh i mean the gravy and there's also a gravy boat that you're supposed to pick up and pour sure because it's french so there's sauce. <laughs> gravy boat all over it was absolutely the funniest thing that's ever happened to me <laughs> so i i mean i've had many other funny things but i dropped the plate i was like picking up with my bare hands the food and i just ran off to the back <laughs> and i think i left i know you just you just go i quit and then they're like that's it when I moved to L.A., I was like, I'm going to be a bartender. I don't know how. So I'm going to bartend at a strip club where I've never gone. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. So my first bartending job was at Cheetah's. I wow. was just going to say, I was like, the only one I really know is oh Cheetah's. And oh I God. told all my friends, I'm like, I'm going to move to L.A. I'm going to bartend at a strip club. And they were like, what are you talking about? I've never been to a strip club. I'm like, I'm going to work it out. And then I you know, flash cards at night, practicing my drinks. I went in there and they were like, so look. What's the most you've rang? And I'm like, $4,000. Like, made that up. But that that's re- that's reasonable. A I mean, high, that's a high. That's, that's, a, like that's high. a really that's a busy really, night. That, I mean, I would eventually, I would learn to ring right. that much. So then like a month of bartending there. They're like, um, Suna, so we've noticed you actually don't know how to bartend. <laughs> You're like, ah. And I was like, you are correct. I did lie to you. I, I lied. But I do but show my cleavage. And I sure do. here I am. Let's and how, how do you like this as a self-starter, huh? You got to gotta give points for the spunk and self-starter. Yeah. How uh, yeah, was I wanna, it? I want to know how you like would, as a strip club bartender, is part yeah. of the attitude from you too, like a mix of, I also want to be part of the show. Like, what do they encourage? They, it was, it was difficult. I don't think I did that well because I think the girls hated me. Cause I was like dressing sexy and I, uh-huh. and I think it's changed at least at the time. I don't really know. Cause I don't, I was not popular with the gals, which is you want to be popular with the gals, Sure, mm-hmm. but I would dress, you know, it's, and it's tough at a strip club because the sure. guys, they do, they would pay more. I mean, they would pay more attention sometimes to the staff mm-hmm. because we were not, you know, it's like that. Well, whole, you can like, actually be talked to yeah. and, uh, and yeah, there, yeah. there aren't so many st- strict rules right and also you know a lot of these strip clubs i mean i can't speak for, this is my only one experience but like they would put too many girls on there were nights where they'd make literally 30 dollars and i'd make 300 wow yeah. and it was devastating because for them, I, for them but also yeah, for, for me because yeah. like this is bad like this is awful They're like swinging around working their ass off yeah. and these were not like just like stand around girls no. these were girls that were like on the pole doing amazing shit these girls were all like super athletic. Yeah. And, like, it's doing... LA. Yeah. You don't, you, I feel you bad get I the best that. of the best from every small town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How long did you last with that bartending position at Cheetah's? I worked at Cheetah's for like, I think about six months because I, then I quit. Cause I was like, Oh, maybe I'll end up in the bottom of the river if I stay working here. Cause they would not let you count your drawer. They would like do it. And then they'd come mm. back and be like, Oh, you're under <gasps> like, they wouldn't let you do your own bank. It was very shady. Okay. I did not like that. Yeah. And, and then I immediately worked at another bar for like 10 years after that. Ooh. What and was that, that was more like your LA celebrity bar. Yeah. The dime on Fairfax okay. across from Cantor's and okay. it was right when it first opened hot spot <sighs> so many years ago 15 20 18 yeah it was hot spot it was like Lindsay Lohan to like yeah. like time 
Okay. Yeah. That's hot spot. when LA the was hot really spot. on the map. With the aunts. Yeah. <laughs> We'd have to like stay open late after closing for like celebrities to drink for free till and, four in the morning and then like get up and leave and not tip. Oh God. That was my thing. I was like, yeah. were you at least well taken care of? And no. The answer is no. Absolutely not. Because they're fucking wasted too. And, it's, like, and we we go into this all the time too that it's the, the owners will cultivate this culture of I just want my cool friends and I'm gonna give them a bunch of free shit. Meanwhile, yeah. you're like, I'm not getting paid enough per hour Mm-mm. to be here three to four hours yeah. later than my fucking shift. You tell your stupid rich friends uh-huh. to tip me. Owners absolutely try and pretend like I yes. got you, I'm taking care no, of you. No, they do. And then you're and, not being taken care of. And they they're not taking, so, yeah. No. And also, but it is true. They are also absolutely wasted. Mm-hmm. So you should at, at the beginning, and I was always the most vocal bitch in that old I know, series. that's why I like you. There was one, this is the most, this was horrifying when I, there was one night, okay, so Brandon Davis is like the son of like a billionaire guy. I think he was on like a show. Okay. Like a, like a children of celebrities reality show for a while. Yeah. Because that's also when you were bartending is when fucking yes. reality TV came in. Yes. Because it was at the writer's strike, right? Right, sure. Yes. When everyone thought that we needed to know what the Oz, Ozzy Osbourne and his family right. was up to. So it was a whole new breed of celebrity that had and, been and young fucking idiots. birthed in the pits of hell. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he was in there one night, late, wasted. He might be sober now. I don't know. And we were closing up. We were like trying to wrap it up. And he pulled out a stash of money in his pocket. And... It was hundreds, pulled out hundred dollar bills, ripped them up, and threw them at us. <gasps> Here's your tip. And he gave Tape you it. he gave you money confetti. He wanted us to like grovel, <laughs> grovel. <laughs> so, oh, like, so run, like this will feed me for fucking... you. Can you believe it? We, Andrew's Molly, face right now no. is like I, I mean, that's like the bottom of the you know, I mean it's like you feel you know, you're struggling to feel okay about yeah. just you know, and I made a shit ton of money. I made more money on that that job than probably any other professional job I've yeah. had. Yeah, um, so that's no like up shame. There with uh, I mean, God, that's but that so, is like you the no shaming that went on. I was just like, that is you're like a disgusting person. Like that is yeah. disgusting. It's sociopath behavior, narcissistic yeah. sociopath yeah. bullshit. That is when you are allowed to take the pieces, crumple them up put them in your mouth and get them really wet I and then should've. throw it right back at them. Spit them, spit money back at them. Any other fun highlight stories? Any like big memories you want to share? <sighs> Celebrities. I don't know. I mean, there was like, that was like the Britney Spears time where uh-huh. she like come in and like be coked out of her head and like, you know, do uh, we, we'd get all the bathroom, the, like the dirty bathroom stories from the bathroom girls. Cause it was, so the dime oh, also opened another place called Winston's uh-huh. and Winston's was like more of a club. And there was bathroom attendants and there was like bathroom attendants that at the end of the night would always just give us like the juiciest shit, <laughs> <laughs> like just real dirty, like, you know, bad cocaine run to the bathroom poop stories. You know, you never, you always want to hear a good poop story and yeah, a celebrity always. from a bathroom attendant. <laughs> Um, I'm always amazed when I was like working with all these celebrities that were getting bad Coke. I'm like, okay, the one thing that I will want if, and when I ever am in a position is good cocaine. Yes. Is the one thing that you should, this is the two, two things celebrities should get. Good Coke that doesn't make you like have to ship in 10 minutes and two, a goddamn driver. Why are you driving? driving? Why are you doing any of these things? You have a chauffeur. I don't understand. I don't mm-hmm. understand. Like, like the end of the night, Lindsay Lohan, this poor thing 
would be like back and forth alone at three in the morning, paparazzi in front, paparazzi like in back by herself, wasted, like not knowing how to get out. I'm like, how did you not plan this ahead of time? How do you not have anyone with you to like do this? I think LA's, I'm glad that LA, uh, has Uber and Lyft now. It's like really one of the yeah. things where it's like there used to be like you couldn't even call it's, a fucking cab. It's you saved a lives. Cab. Uh, it's yeah. saved probably uncountable lives. I can't even imagine how many town. lives. Yep. I'm sorry in advance to all the people that I hey, definitely listen. gave too many drinks to that I didn't know if they were driving or not or walking. I mean, I will say it was a local bar. So there was a lot of stumbling home. Sure. Which it's I did as well. Bar. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't think too hard about it. We all have to make our own choices. I've been willfully overserved many a times oh, yeah. and have made very dumb choices oh, yes. after that. And I've just made terrible, terrible choices. <laughs> I also can like keep my cool. Like I'm not like yeah. a, you know, I'm like a, I keep I my fall cool apart once I, I get in the door. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've got this um, sort of detonate switch that's like, hold <laughs> it together, hold it together. And then I will yeah. start to come apart a little bit in an Uber. Me too. Because I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm not driving to home. Right. And then by the time they're in front of my house, I've gone from friendly and chatty to just like, (laughs) (laughs) like slam the door, roll out. And then I get in my door and then like, poof, face down, lights on. Yeah. Yeah, There's a lot of like, uh, it looks like a little tornado, a little tornado is hit. That's right. My home. There's a trail, you know, there could be a trail of clothing to the, to the fridge, yeah, to the, fridge. To the bathroom, a little bit of trail you can follow and see, retrace the footprints of where uh, Andrea has been when she's got home and she's had too many. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 The National Weather Service has issued a tornado warning until further notice. All right. Well, let's get into today's Another topic. good segue. I know. Like everybody's like, we're already so angry talking about terrible, <laughs> terrible people. Um, this week's, this week's subject is uh, bar crawls, pub crawls. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, we're in the really good, it's Mardi Gras. Everybody's feeling the spirit. Um, it's March is here. It is St. Patty's Day is around the corner. So we thought we would really tackle um, this subject, which uh, gives me the shivers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest Philon gives me the willies um, so a pub crawl also known as a bar tour a bar crawl or bar hopping um, in case you guys didn't know it's the act of drinking in multiple pubs and bars <laughs> in a single night okay that's the definition um, it's a planned event by an organization or a group of friends where people move from bar to bar like we said before at pre-designated times um, sometimes they're all fucking dressed alike there are themes um, you know, and the origin itself has seemingly um, come from University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign because they used to have so many bars that were so close together, and because you could drink when you were nineteen, wow. is when it started. That's kind of where they would just like start at one end and like go to the other. So very. Does it have a year on that? Because that's when when my folks were of college age. The drinking age in Michigan was eighteen. And yeah. Then, oh wow. Yeah. I should look. I think I meant to do a little more research, but it, I'm sure it has changed uh, by now. Oh, it went back up yeah. to 21 yeah. real, real fast quick. after that. After the, after they put the fires out. they, 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 they After the, everyone was like, oh, drunk driving's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so bar crawls, pub crawls, if you've ever like had the luxury of working at a restaurant or a bar. When one you. comes in, I think we all know are very hard and very fast. I love them because it's like in and out. out. Fucking and in and out. It, it's true. And it depends on, and we, you know, so most bar crawls are, it's an organized event with so many designated bars you hit. There's a whole map and people like come into one bar for probably like 60 minutes total, right? Wouldn't you yeah. say? 
I mean, I, I don't think I've served a bunch or even gone on a bunch, but I, the ones that I remember were like, you know, yeah, about mm-hmm. 30, not even like a little over half an hour. It's like a Saturday afternoon. And then yeah. like, li- then like, you know, 70 people dressed like elves show up. <laughs> they all want a weird beer eggnog special that you have. And is there, I, I'm curious, like, do you know in advance if you're oh, going to yes. get, like, you have to be sort of. You certainly should be prompted. That's, okay. Yeah. That Most would, places I have worked. Is this a consensual pub crawl? There are. It isn't often though. I've, the, the ones that I've had, they're right. just like independent pub That's crawls where it's they 10 They can be idiots. independent okay. where they're just like, we're about to start party and we fucking decided that we're going to like get a party bus and then like, we're here now. But the thing about pub crawls now is they become like an intramural, like co-ed league. Essentially, <laughs> there is big businesses, national and regional, that like specialize in organizing the big pub, pub crawl, crawl industry. C- it's true, catering <laughs> to like different fucking big pub niches, catering to big pub. Um, there's kind of a there's a pub crawl for for everyone. These well, there's days. probably a pub crawl for everything too. Like any, you're like guys, we're getting drunk to curate. No, no, actually. Yeah. There is that, which I kind of will get into, but if, let's talk about it. Okay. There's, uh, there is one one pub crawl that I found that's out of Nashville, and it's a Tom Hanks pub crawl. Okay. Um, and it's from a company called Weird Pub Crawls, but they specifically <laughs> pair like um, a good cause organization with a pub crawl, and I think they try and make it like a little bit more classic. So this was like the you know the T Hanks the thanks a Thanksgiving T Hanksgiving pub crawl mm-hmm. where they did. And then everybody dressed as their favorite Tom Hanks character from their favorite Tom sure. Hanks movie. So that one's pretty specific. It's pretty, pretty weird. But if we're really going to like talk about like the, the bad ones, um, why do you need like, a reason? I don't know. To like, People, to, to drink day drink. I'm not a group. Pl- I, the I idea of too. Like, yeah. big organizational, anything I'm like, Ugh. I know, but like so many fucking people do this though. Like this is the real world. So let's start with uh SantaCon. Should we just start with the worst? Santa, the worst well, if one? you've ever, if you've ever listened to the podcast, which we all know you guys have, you know, our stance on SantaCon. It's a rape convention. Yeah. Predator central. Yeah. But did you know the history? The first SantaCon was in 1994 in San Francisco. Um, and it was created to basically, um, be like an anti-establishment <laughs> movement that was basically like making fun of the absurdity that was Christmas and how over-commercialized it has gotten. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so then this, the concept started across the country and then the world. Um, but the spirit of the event has changed over time. It's attracted D-bags. <laughs> it's quickly, be- quickly becoming uh, perverted by frat houses and the elite who want to replicate the parts uh, of it they like, namely dressing up and drinking and the- having nothing to do with like anti-capitalism <laughs> at the roots um and now it's just one big fucking drunk fuck yeah i don't think there's any eliteness at play here i don't know what (laughs) who are the elite i think there's an eliteness and it's like oh i can fucking afford to like drink and get drunk all day and i don't give a fuck about okay sure 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 privilege yeah (laughs) without a doubt yeah the upper class elite right right we're going to do santa con this year i know right no i feel like they're more like should we do an ugly sweater party does anyone know where to get one well that yes. is also i know does anyone <laughs> i've, heard of one. I've never I've even heard of seen one. something ugly <laughs> yeah not in my house <laughs> are we going to have to go into town santa con i think it's kind of set aside in my eyes in that it's just like total chaos that descends on the city at the same time there's no there's no like flow to it in my eyes you mm, know it's gotten right. so out of hand that it's just like 
every it's just every it's just a bar di- it's crawl. a day yeah. marked on the calendar in most major cities where everyone's like uh let's shut shutter the place yeah everyone yeah. get your pepper spray polish the shotgun i want to open <laughs> you know? a bar in new york just so that i can close it on santa <laughs> that's totally amazing. like that's like the said, only reason why i want to open it just for that one day a year uh, people started pushing back this year in New York and we're just like Santa Claus, uh, Santa, Santa clowns, not welcome. <laughs> not welcome. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Because it is, it's like, it's like a citywide bar crawl and it's, it's like a free for all. Um, so that starting and being the worst, you know, there's one in Chicago called T-Box, um, which is the 12 bars of Christmas. They call it T-Box. Mm-hmm. Same thing. So a huge bar crawl. Everybody dresses as like Santa, drunken elves, candy canes, ugly sweaters, the whole thing. <sighs> Living in Chicago specifically and witnessing this event, I have seen a lot of crying candy canes and elves and little girls ah! sitting in gutters in the snowy streets. So upset. Oh my God. Yeah, because I really. Why? Why? What happened? I don't know. Where am I? Have you guys, have either of you gone on a bar crawl? I have done, yes. I I think I went on like a bus dive bar crawl like situation. Or you did. I did back in, in (laughs) a long time ago in Chicago, but it was like, I think we were all pretty well behaved. You know, it was just like old man drinking bars that we would hit in daylight hours and drink a couple there but never have i ever gone uh full costume from bar to bar to bar to bar no although my brother has rented a party bus for his wedding so there'll be some bar crawling happening in april so i'll let everybody know how that goes but the thing about that is i can like leave whenever i want knowing your brother i mean he got kicked out of a tgi fridays in norway so it's (laughs) gonna be He's gonna wow. It's gonna get a little live. Let's just say it's gonna be a mudslide of an evening. You know what I mean? They're gonna mudslide <laughs> in a marriage. So what's gonna happen with I think, that? I think for me before I I was ruined too young by working at establishments that had you know, where yeah. you're like, what, what's that bus out front? And then you just see these monsters start piling up. Let us yeah. in. And I that, think I was like, I can never do that to somebody. Yeah. I'm a drunk terrorist on my own, but it'll never be in an organized right? situation. Yeah, right. So but I not, never did it. You yeah. pay a fee up front. Wow, why? Like, like, you're, like you're running a marathon, you know, you're in, you're in training. Oh a lot of people God. are wearing. Um, so you, there's these bigger organizations that say, um, come to this like amazing pub crawl, pub crawl today. There's one called the wizard pub crawl. So everybody dresses like fucking Harry Potter. And then you get to like choose what house you are. And then you wear a color and segregate yourself. And then everybody like fights to the death basically. Um, I wish, um, but these are the themes. Like, so there's like cosplay nerd pub crawls now, stuff like that. But, um, you basically register online at like an Eventbrite space. You pay 50 bucks. You get like a, a memorable cup, or you know that you get to wait, hold, hold, should, hold on to all day a plastic cup that that's what you get refilled bro, every place you go. Should we become pub crawl organizers? <laughs> yeah, maybe because it fifty dollars pretty well, easy, and yeah. we could probably make it fun. Actually, uh, a local Reno pub crawl company um, has descended into a little bit of chaos because you have this national these national companies who are also organizing pub crawls in cities that they don't even live in that aren't even in and then and then all these people descend on bars and the bars have no idea that there's going to be a pub crawl at the time and they've paid 50 dollars and you're not putting something in their cup other than than like something regular price yeah Yeah, no one's happy to see you there's no theme for the day um and then the theme is get the fuck out of the bar yeah um also a lot of there's a lot of scams happening at the 
you know, this too, where people will pay. What? And then, yeah. What do you know? What? Get out In a world of capitalism and alcohol combined? Yeah, I mean, but you told me to be at this bar at this time, and I thought I was, I thought it was a meetup. I thought we were all going to get drunk together and go from bar to bar. God, I just. You're telling me I paid $50 just to, just, just, just to sit just here and sit drink. Here. No one, no one's in any, no one's in a tutu. No one's in a tutu. <laughs> Let's name a few other pub crawls while we're here. There's a Boston Freedom Trail pub crawl in Boston. Like you need a reason to drink in Boston. Here's another one um, that you can just like ye old pub crawl, get dressed in old timey colonial garb and just get wasted down mm-hmm, the street. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, obviously we know about St. Patrick's day pub crawls, um, which are everywhere. And we're all afraid to be a part of for sure. There's a superhero crawl in Reno, which, um, from 8 PM until 4 AM. That's Ooh. what it says because I think in each 24 hours in Nevada laws, you can mm-hmm. drink all day long. So this goes from four, 8 PM to 4 AM. So the city crawls with superheroes from every generation. It costs $10 to participate and you get a map, you get a cup, um, and you just get out there and you drink your fucking face off. And there's probably, there's going to be superheroes vomiting in, in the streets, fucking in alleys, um, peeing on cars, you know, like your heroes are going to become your zeros basically is what I'm thinking is going to be happening. Is there a crawl where they, people literally crawl? Crawl? Like wearing oh, diapers? That a baby? would be. Oh, like a baby. Here we like go. A, We're a, brainstorming right now. The new company. Uh, there are people that are into wearing diapers. Hi-yo. Like grown up. <gasps> you pee right in your diaper. No, yes. what about? Like what a about? literal baby bar crawl. You get get pushed around in a stroller while you're really drunk there and you, you get pushed into bars with your empty cup and you're like, well, fill up my cup, fill my sippy cup, I want. My cup. And you do actually get to wear diapers though, because exactly. that's ideal. You just you don't, piss right in. There's ghost tour pub crawls, which could be, you know, I'm, I'm not, not I'm into not, that. Ghosts are not showing up for you in right. that case. Not when you're drunk. No. You should get really high. I mean, and then they're not showing up tour. for a group of people. They're not. They're not. Right. They're not, they're not, like, they're not, they're right. not here to perform for oh. you. You're right. You're right. Unless they really, really want to and wanted to be a performer. Uh, Minneapolis has a huge zombie pub crawl, which I don't know. That's what it feels like. Yeah. You don't even That's need what St. Patrick's theme. Day is, in my opinion, is just one big drunk zombie day. <laughs> I, it was just like people just being like, burrito. <laughs> and uh, some, someone bit me. So, so someone you know. totally bit me. Uh, and then Anchorage has a huge pirate pub crawl. It's like apparently a humongous thing. Um, you go to 13 different bars and then you return. Wait, oh, I steal. Okay. Are you stealing? Things? Drunken sailor would, cause that's my, when I, I used to have this really bad habit when I would get wasted myself, my right eye would clamp shut. Oh. And so everyone would be like, Oh God, Brooke, you know, Brooke's Brooke beard's she's, here. She's and papayan. I was like, ah, another <laughs> lemon drop matey. <laughs> Who shall I cheat on my fiance with tonight? <laughs> Are you looking at me, treasure? So anyway, I've broken it down. I have said what pub crawls are. All, are we all see how ridiculous is this is? So like, how does this affect the restaurant itself? How does this affect yeah, the let's servers? Let's talk about the perspective. How of does the this bartenders? affect the bartenders? I hope by giving them lots of money. I mean, that's the point of. I think a lot of businesses doing that is to drum up business. So. 
maybe on a Saturday afternoon when things are dead, you get a pop, maybe to have people return. I mean, are they prepping everyone in advance to be like, all right, uh, we're hitting 12 places. Everyone, no. so everyone has, no, are they like 12 well, singles on them at the very least? Yeah. So yeah. Each place they, you are throw they down one dollar. I would should be a hope. service charge for each bar, like on top of it. Because again, we have, I think we've already established that drunk people have a hard time remembering to tip. It's true. Mm-hmm. And so if you're like the last five bars on that crawl, yes. God help you. You're screwed. You're so screwed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like the just... bar thing that would go on towards the end. There's definitely like who's who. How many times have you had to like clean up vomit in a bar? Oh, yeah. I don't know if you. Yeah, the bathroom you situation have, have. alone. It's disgusting. Makes my skin crawl. And the person who's in charge of like that. And just like so much fucking disregard during pub crawls of anything any personal space yeah you know anyone like i just feel for anyone who's like well my boyfriend and i are gonna go have a nice brunch or like i'm gonna take grandma out so this is it this i think i think as an establishment you need to prompt any regular guests that would come in like as a pub crawl producer like signs up that say warning pub crawl coming saturday from (laughs) two to three sorry (laughs) so i think like how to prepare yourself uh, for a day like this in the restaurant is one over staff, right? Yeah. I a think few so. extra hands for the big pot behind the bar, extra people to help clean up more kitchen staff. Cause shit's going to get crazy and everybody's going to come all at once. So might as well be but prepared. But if they're only staying for like a half hour and they're supposed to keep a move on, the kitchen probably is not necessarily getting That's hit. That's true. Unless they it's should included, also have specialty drinks prepared. That was something. Mo- and most of them batch, do. Yeah. Most of them do have like a drink special and you know here's another tip keep it low abv mm-hmm. like yes. sell that shitty bud light you know like yes. and also no shots should be allowed whatsoever at these they can things. pay for it if they want it yeah you know? but or you could just say no make those juicy shots i learned how to make really oh, yeah. like juicy you know like that tasted like booze sure but weren't really really just that boozy shops and juice yeah that's mm-hmm. another point don't use glass no glass no glass for people you. start shanking each other mm-hmm. um <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's just going to, you know, it's just going to happen. My question, though, at the top of this with some of these bigger organizations. So people are paying $50. And is that $50 getting them whatever gets poured into their cup? Or is Sometimes it $50 to just... Sometimes are per- included. Sometimes it's just like the, the, the fee you pay to be a part of it. And yeah. you get like a commemorative cup and a t-shirt. So, yeah. What, like, what the hell? Like this many people all opening and closing a one drink check also yeah. each time like right. that that's more chaotic oh, than giving true. them or the being drink like here's is... your ticket for this place if you lose your ticket right. you don't get your drink yeah well, actually, i like, have i have actually they should be like you need to have cash yeah or just be like y'all better show up with like we work with, with the bars everything's gonna be yeah. about this much money or so on and so forth but like i'm having panic just thinking about running cards keeping track of everyone in there and all the pens you're gonna lose beef up security is another Mm. Or, or have that be the one day where you're like, we, somebody have a big husband or guard friend or somebody? Here, yeah. yeah, or have security. I mean, people need to be fucking casing like people at the door and saying like, can you come in? Are we the last one on the stop? Yeah. Are you? Can you even come in here? So on top of security, I think there needs to be um, strict no tolerance rules, basically. I think And too- be like, if you, like a one strike and you're fucking out. Mm-hmm. And also if you're with a group of people and one person fucks up, the whole group the whole goes. Group goes. Whole Wait, group is goes. there? Oh, that's a good question. Or I would never know. Is there one person that's like 
sober like a chaperone yeah like a chaperone no it would be funny if there was and you were but like all on like a kindergarten like ring you're like a representative the of, Count the, off of the one. production team <laughs> There were 17 yes. people when we, we left. Lo- we lost There's Becky. gotta be an angel. A bar crawl angel. Well, that- Fuck, there's like, now there's like 5Ks that start with a 5K and then you go directly into a bar crawl after, you know? No, it's like you ran 3.3 miles, you f- fucking <laughs> monster. That's a lot for some people, but uh. they're like, I deserve this now. I deserve to drink I'm- all day now. I also feel like if you are last stop on the bar crawl, that it might also be a little bit of, um, great, you had your drink, you ain't staying. Like even if some of you are behaving, this is now not nap time, this is not like get yourself together on our dime. Half the amount of people come too. There's no way everyone makes it to the end. I wonder if it's like an annual thing, if like you have to trade off who is like the last one or the last always the last I guarantee one. it's probably a bar that's already like listen we are like the town the town drunk you know we, yeah. we deal with people like this 24 7 this is not going to be any different from our usual clientele <laughs> you know and maybe they celebrate it they make it really fun they're they're just prepped for it but I feel like it's a real special kind of disaster <laughs> dive bar that's like yeah we'll be number 12 list. why is this like last bar hand drawn onto this map and it's called <laughs> kidney stealers like <laughs> so i assume none of this makes you guys want to go on a pub crawl with me anytime soon because i no. got us tickets and we're leaving right after this i can't tell you other than maybe like thanksgiving day with tons and tons and tons of food in my system and a couple naps i have can't tell you the last time i've attempted 12 drinks Plus it's day drinking and day drinking is, you know, it's a young sport. It is. It's, I mean, I just, I truly, anytime I've participated, I'm like, well, that's weird. It's like 5 PM and you're like, now what? Yeah. It's it's like the serotonin suck for sure. You just are going to be hung over by 9 PM. It happens. Or you just keep drinking until three hours in the morning. I mean, you know, most people start at 8 AM and shut down the bar this is a real thing a lot of these things are rites of passages like i think too this might also attract a little bit of what's scary like amateur people who yeah. are like a pub crawl well that sounds social and fun and i should yeah. get out more and, that's really and you're like it oh is, is people no are like you're participating it's a, it's a hive mind I'll tell you what right now i want to drink i know i would drink <laughs> i want to drink in the sun r- in the pool right, I right now literally was just like <laughs> let's have a drink together but i'm going to work tonight <laughs> oh girl it's okay Park. listen i'm not i'm not gonna be mad at any money coming my way it's all good well god i feel i mean i feel like very accomplished that i got up today and worked out and it's sunny outside and we're doing this podcast and i'm not drunk in a bar somewhere but if you are totally fine and i feel it's kind of like pub crawl season with mardi gras with saint patrick's with the cinco de mayo's it's cold and shitty in a lot of other parts of the country and i think that's just like people like people get a little stir crazy so why not go drink with strangers all day long listen i do not fucking behave i do not miss the the winter blues the sort of rut where you do choose drinking as entertainment for our bartenders tenders who do do this like efficiency only yeah you don't even have to smile if you don't want to because 
these people aren't sticking around long enough to even yelp about you hopefully yeah hold on i guarantee well, there are pub crawling yelps. yelps like <laughs> nasty i mean who am i kidding everything has been yelped under the sun but i think the you know be efficient know what's coming at you you don't have to do anything above yeah. and beyond that yep because a terrorist organization has just landed on you, you know? <laughs> I also think, and with my experience with pub crawls, it's like, it is a different kind of transaction. Yes. It is a, mm -hmm, okay, one and done. Like, yep, one and done, and you can yell, like, next, yep. next. Yep. What are you having? What are you having, yep. sir? Oh. What, you know, it's, well, who and cares? Also, that was my, just one side note of bartending years of it and learning how to do it well, is you ask, kind of like just ask everybody what they want at mm -hmm. the same time because the <laughs> chances are that they're all getting the same shit is very high. Well, and yes. then most That's of the places, one thing again, that, you're so you're options. like, what do y'all want? And it's like, vodka soda, vodka soda, vodka soda. It's like, all oh, you're like, oh, I can do all this shit at one time. Perfect. Do that. Great. Bar crawl bartender. Yes. They're all going to want a beer. Just make them all. Well, God, everybody be safe out there with these pub crawl journeys. I sure know that my mudslide bus ride will probably end in not disaster, love and happiness. Love and happiness. Mm -hmm. Nuptials, yeah. as they say. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Here's a tip. When you're installing pre-bought things like mirrors, art, shelving. Decorative stuff. For your decorative okay, things. Do not use the anchors that they give you with the item because they are always horrible. They're always the twisty ones, the ones that are supposed to twist into the wall. Oh. And unless you're really good at doing it, they shouldn't like you have to buy the anchors that go flat straight into the wall like a tube. The other ones, you'll never do them right. And it will always fall off the wall. And yeah. if you're trying to take it off later, you're going to pull off the a giant piece of drywall. This is something that drives me crazy because obviously I'm also hired to do this Yeah, and I will never, ever, ever use them. And that's just, every time I'll go to someone's house, they're like, I tried to use the thing. They're always bad. You just buy the plastic ones that are like tubes Great instead shot. of, instead of the screw kind yeah. anchors. Those are terrible. And you no. can get crafty if you don't like the, where they've put the hardware either, you know, on the back of a piece of art or yep. whatever, you can get, go get some of that del, like delightful picture hanging wire. Yeah. Go get some stuff from the craft store. Go get a little, you know, electric screwdriver and you make it work for Do you. Do it yourself. You figure it out. You. And, then, and then when you fucked up your walls because you refuse <laughs> to measure anything, it's called a magic eraser for a reason, people. Oh, yeah. Just wear gloves. Love a magic Just eraser. Wear, wear some gloves when you handle a magic eraser. Oh, really? Because boy, oh boy, is it made of not good things. Really? I think they're really full of like formaldehyde and chemicals and creepy. So just well, be aware. All right, of what all right. You're I use it really briefly to get yeah, some scuffs I off mean, my wall. I'm the kind of I am also like I use as I use chemical free cleaners, but I still have a bottle of bleach for certain things. Sure. You know? Blood. Well, guys, thanks for listening to Sidework uh, Podcast. Suna, thanks for being yeah. here. Thank you. Thanks thank for having you. me. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you guys, always thanks for listening. Uh, if you haven't already, please head over to Spotify, uh, Apple Tunes, wherever you are listening to us. Go ahead and give us five stars. Give us a little review if you want to. We obviously want it to be good. But, God, if you hate us, then there's then nothing just shut we up. can do about it. We can't do nothing about that. <laughs> uh, and please, like we said, server submitted stories are always needed and wanted. Hit us up, SidewarkPod at Gmail. And you know how we end every show from now on. That's right. Godspeed. And good tips. Thank you.